Are you ready to play the sports miniature game that doesn't have any sci-fi or fantasy in it? It's tech. No. Welcome back to Fortified Nation, your only source for reviews of new, old, dead, and thriving miniature war games and associated accoutrement. I'm Kassa, joined as ever and always by JC Dent. And how are you, my good sir? Hello, hello, hello. Uh, I just checked that it took me two weeks to put 35 hours into Sunless Sea. I may be developing a problem. It's a completely normal amount of time to play for a game over two weeks. That's like, what, two hours a day? Maybe. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the only game I played during this period either. Oh, that's fair then. Um, How has your end of year period been? Did you have a good seasonal time? Well, it's the start of the year period uh, uh, as well and stuff. We had our our fake New Year's just before just uh, before uh, uh, Chinese New Year because Mm -hmm. we missed celebrating the actual new year's uh, for various reasons and then our friends were like nah we 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 want to do powerpoints on new year and we were like all right it was a lot of fun and uh maybe uh maybe we learned something about the length of the presentations and setting off certain types of fireworks and enclosed spaces mm, it's always fun yeah well, that's, i'm glad to hear your uh end of your period was fun powerpoints like a fucking huge nerd Disgusting, yep. disgusting. What was your PowerPoint on? Was it about the um, merits of 30,000 years in the future as opposed to 40,000? Uh, it was actually about uh, sub-Saharan African empires because nobody in Lithuania knows anything about African history, me included. So That's fair. It's, a, it's a fascinating period, time, setting, location, lots of cool stuff going on. The fir- yeah. Some of the first Christians. Yeah, yeah, Some actually. Christian uh, empires, countries, yeah. So so, so 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 it was interesting. Uh, so it was interesting yeah. and stuff. I maybe I shouldn't have taken like forty-five minutes, but it's uh. a lot to cover. It's a lot of places. They all deserve their equal amount of time. Um, it's like what the biggest continent. So uh, yeah, know. yeah. Africa, not, Africa, not a country. Shocked. Yeah. Um, my holiday period was pretty quiet. Had some car troubles. Otherwise, everything was good. Everything was fine. No major complaints. I have a new microphone. Hopefully, I sound better. I have the Samson Q2U running via USB as opposed to the old uh, Kmart special. Yeah. It sounds better to me, but hope it sounds better to everyone else. And our lovely editor, MC Surf, uh, is less mad at me about it. So, you know, You're so less open. background noise, ideally. Yeah. Or uh, he's going to be picking up more quality background noise. Yeah, the finest little puppy dog um, pitter-patter. Yeah. Right. And uh, so, speaking of pitter-patter, get at her, um, <laughs> we're talking about Technoball, another game from the wonderful, wonderful minds over at uh, by Bombshell Games, Brent Spivey. Um, yep. And his associates, editors, and artists. Um, it's, uh, remember Technoball from, oh, sorry, Techmobile with an M for Mancy? Back on the old Nintendo systems, uh, this is that uh, very similar. Uh, lots of cool stuff going on. Um, provided free of charge as well. Uh, not as a reward for covering his previous game, Rogue Planet, but you know, 
he's like, hey, you like that stuff? Check out the recipe stuff. And we have. And we probably won't cover anything else right away. Yeah. But some of his older stuff is really interesting. Um, just from like a, a game design sort of point and of view. And just like how concept. I, I, yeah. Concept yeah, like how AT43 yeah, yeah. was also like a really cool game to go back and look at and consider how um, history could be different if that had picked up. I think there's some stuff that he's playing with that is worth sharing with contemporary game devs. And I know we've got a couple, listen, and and aspiring game devs. We have a few more, listen, from that point of view. Um, but yeah, Technoball. It's a goal. It's a game about the National Football League of the United States of America. Uh, yeah, play with we probably can't say probably can't say the actual title because we're gonna get uh, blocked, demonetized, and other things like you know, like it happens with uh, the greatest game stuff in America. I don't know. <laughs> so they're probably not wow. going after a podcast and stuff. But we're, we're uh, already demonetized, so nothing's going to oh, change yeah. for us. We demonetized <laughs> ourselves by talking Aha! about <laughs> about smaller games. Yeah, yeah. Someone, uh, someone swear that'll that'll get ruined. Uh yeah. Tech question mark? No exclamation point. Ball. Um, it's just a two-player NFL game. It has, yeah. it's really neat. The premise is you're taking your definitely not nationally syndicated sports team um, franchise, I believe is the phrase, uh, out to have a series of games. And, you know, you can play a little campaign of it, a league even. Um, very similar to other sports games that um, I've seen, such as Guild Ball and Blood Bowl, probably the most direct comparison. Yeah. Uh, Dead Zone. Um, we sort of trying to move a ball up a up a pitch or a field into a not dead zone, dread ball. I think it was. You said dead zone. dead zone. I did say dead zone for good That's reason. A, that isn't dead zone the mantic shooting game. Yeah. Uh, well, Infinity has also got a mode where you sort of got to carry a button across the board. So that kind <laughs> of counts as well, I believe. Okay. I'm going to Infinity mention. Um, yeah. Oh, this game also almost has arrows. It's exciting. Ah. Uh, yeah, so it's it's football. It's very traditional football. You're not going to have any um, super broad deck characters. There's no Blitz to the League shenanigans that I've seen. I haven't had a chance to go through every single book yet. There is like a pretty cool NBA Jam style on fire mode. Which Called is Inferno. Exciting. Yeah. Because um, this game is consciously meant to emulate those wackier sports games of the past before uh, EA Sports just completely transitioned to making the same game every year but somehow worse it's wild that um yeah so it's just it's regular football are uh, you not going to see anything too strange yeah there are no punts because punts are for dorks apparently um yep and other games creator yeah and other games can deal with that uh it's a lot to worry about so why bother um it's just this really simple little game it continues his usage of the uh, 2D6 plus minus modifiers, as well as maintaining the bounding accuracy of you only have a plus three or minus three. And if yeah. you go to plus seven, you're only a plus three anyway, which I, I still really like quite a lot. It's great. You just count up how many pluses have I got. Doesn't matter. It's three. I can stop there. How many yeah. negatives are there? There's three. That's all that matters. Um, so yeah, at at maximum, if you get uh, if you have uh, a bunch of uh, positive modifier and then the other player has a negative modifier, you're gonna just even out at zero. Yeah, that um that scrappy quarterback who can dance away from you doesn't care. That there's eight people all around him. He's going to dance. 
yeah, yeah. And I, uh, so, so, so yeah, the base mechanics, like the, the base mechanics like that, are similar to Rogue Planet. And if you didn't listen to Rogue Planet, it's two d six, and then it's PBTA from there because anything yeah. le- anything less than a seven is a failure. A, a seven to nine is our regular success. Oh, partial success and then it's a total success from anywhere up there and uh, all of those except for total success give uh, the enemy player the chance to add except for total success which gives your another of your players the chance to add and these things can stack yeah so your total success can turn into a total failure can turn into just an endless string of other models moving. And it's like, oh, okay, now that's all done. Your play can go. It's like, oh, move the whole field. Okay, sure. Uh, Bec- which is it's neat. It's neat as hell. Yeah, it's it, it's also kind of a necessary mechanic because uh, uh, as is, you're technically only you're you're only you're only supposed to normally activate like five guys in, in the game. Yeah. That's like you. that's that like calling the play at the at the start of the uh I don't know, play I guess. I I I I don't know how sports lingo translates into game lingo, but Yeah, at the start of a down, a down of your turn. So a down yeah. is like you um the offensive player sets up their team, which all of these happen with a minute timer going as well. Yeah. The offense is meant to set up. The defense, the defense is meant to set up. Um, both players then take a minute together to pick their plays. The plays are your five players in order that you want to activate. And you have complete control over this aspect. Unless you take too long, then the opponent will pad out the rest of your deck until it's five cards. Yeah. If there's no cards, they just pick randomly and you have something nightmarish. Uh, and then basically the offense has a chance to move a player, like a motion a player before the actual game play starts the defense can do the same and they get back and forth until they had enough then the ball is snapped and play begins um and then play continues until the ball's tackled someone scores or goes out of bounds yeah and you have six turns and a half six downs and a half and then back and forth yeah uh it's 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 very fluid and uh, uh the way you activate players is that you both uh, reveal uh reveal a player card and mm-hmm. then you compare their uh their scores and the highest uh, the highest uh, number but that's looking at the tens digit or something uh, goes first because yeah. what this game does is it crunches down the entire entire player stat line into their jersey number so mm-hmm. the higher the higher not the number the faster the player is but also the lower the number the more punchy the player is so yeah. like uh, ratings, guy, guy. I believe I call it. Yeah, and so like player seven is basically the fastest dude you'll have, you, you'll have on the team, but say player forty three only moves like four hexes a turn, not it's hexes, like four squares a turn, but he punches fairly well. Hmm. Yeah, it's minimum three to maximum seven. There's no yeah. players ones or twos. Uh, the numbers really. So it's also how many squares you can move, which, as Dan mentioned, are uh, rounding up for movements. If you have half your movement, like if the player, if the opponent player rolls a partial success and you have half movement, so your pl- player seven can move um, four spaces rather than three, or oh, three and a half and stand middle way of the grid. Be really confusing. Um, movement is also very simple. Uh, it's one square per movement, basically, except for when the opponents are threatening a space. And if you've got the ball, it's more expensive for both those situations. 
Diagonals also do the old D&D thing of every second one counts as two, which is fine. No one moves that far anyway. So you can't just diagonally across the board immediately, which is, you know, just do up, down, up, down, up, down. Like yeah. Steroid. Ah, uh, the other way the game works is basically when you activate a player, either through a card draw or through a failed roll, or you've rolled doubles and the opponent has either critically failed or critically succeeded, uh, they can do move, move and something, or they can just do a block, a tackle, a pass, or a handoff. Um, tackle and block are kind of the same thing, except that determines if the um, tackle is if they've got the ball, block is if they're just standing there. Um, both those you can do as part of a move action, but it costs you half your uh, move to yeah, do it. Yeah, half your movement. Yeah, so which is bad if you're like movement three, but strength three. So it does move prevent two and punch someone. Let's go blitz. Yeah, yeah it does prevent player forty-three from catching up to player seven and then like just pushing them into the ground because when two players face off, you compare their numbers. And if it's an agility, and if it's like, you know, a check that requires agility, the higher player the higher player gets the bonus. And if it's the, something that requires punchiness, the lower numbered player gets the bonus. Uh, hmm. Yeah, so... It it's make, also... Sorry. Yeah? No, go on. Using. I'll say, um, and the other thing, um, when you need randomness to come into the game, such as when a... a your player is trying to catch the ball when surrounded by opponents, or you're trying to do a hand a hail mary, um, you know, handoff while surrounded by opponents. You get to roll a sport check, which is a flat two d six, and on doubles, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so sports check is a special kind of check that's meant to be, I guess, easier to do because it doesn't want uh, because as the rule book says it doesn't want your flair to flub at the critical moment so, so the, in, in essence the the game is uh more dangerous when nothing's critical no, nothing critical is happening and uh sports checks uh, make it less dangerous in those critical moments so you could be, get, snatch that success easier as a reward for i don't know risky play or, or, or something to reward boldness. Yeah, it's sort of... Yeah, and failing doesn't give your opponent an action. It's not a skill check. Um, it just causes that player's turn to end immediately for the most part. Uh, and sometimes, you know... Yeah, there's no real... It's neat because it's not just a fuck you mechanic. It's sort of just like, hey, you know, it's a bit dicey here, but we don't want to deal with all the other modifiers. It's just sort of more like... We'll throw, a, we'll throw a bit of luck into the seasoning, but not too much to be sort of like, well, fuck it. I'll just stop doing anything risky. Yeah, uh, and the thing is that uh, if you say it's try to punch a guy and fail, it's not like your turn ends immediately. You're giving the other player uh, the, the other player the opportunity to either move his player or punch back. But again, your turn isn't over. Once all the actions are resolved, once all these knock-on actions are resolved, you're still back to drawing cards so there it's a little it's a lot less of the bad feel that comes in some other games and in general uh the game moves really fast because you don't really need to check that many things most of the time it's like yeah do you remember block rules great that's it that's what you're going to be doing most most of the time though uh passing and the extremely long passing is a thing you can absolutely do yeah, you can throw your um, skill rating in movement. 
I do want to say this, the sports check um, explanation is kind of interesting because he sort of brings up that like trying to scoop up the ball generally after it's been knocked free um, by a character generally so his reasoning is that you as a person failing to pick it up is kind of boring like fumbling further it just sort of makes it seem like these aren't like skilled athletes it makes it seem more like they're just random plebeians yeah um, and it's more exciting if they can pick it up but there is that element that like you know heartbreaking moments happen in sports all the time and it, there, there should be space in the game for it to happen but this, the heartbreaking moment shouldn't just be like you know 50% chance or you know 25% it should be like you know what the odds are you know how bad this is going to be you can sort of because like we've all played sports games like Blood Bowl for example or Guild Ball where it's like aha I've lined up the perfect moment and as long as I you know and no matter how good I've sort of set myself up or made this situation beneficial to me I'm still doing like a flat coin flip and it just feels like yeah that could probably like it's hard to pick a ball up when you're running but it's not like impossible for someone who's been doing it for like the better part of a decade yeah just as someone who's a salaried professional doing the ball picking up so the rules uh, do a lot to make the game feel a lot better and the game does feel a lot better because well it goes fast it's, it's, and the, the faster the game goes the uh, the less the thing doesn't feel as punishing yeah because yeah, you haven't yeah. spent like two hours being ground into the dust you spent half an hour losing making some bad dice rolls maybe bad um, tactical choice or strategic call and like well okay it's done that's like you know wrap it up do another game set up those dice you know react yeah. the field and see what happens best out of three rather than like oh i've just spent an hour and a half if you make me pick up models so yeah. i don't want to yeah. play the game anymore yeah and uh, the timers are great because uh, what you have most control is uh, is those five players that you put the cards uh, into the deck for yeah. And you don't get to spend half an hour thinking about what you're going to move them. You also have a timer for placing the players on the board. First, the offensive player, then the defensive player. And again, you get a minute for that. So you can't take, you can't take too long uh, vacillating and rethinking which is, the which is the optimal combination, which serves best. You have to play and stuff. And, and I, I like that. Yeah, and I do want to um, mention that even though you only plan five cards for your first sort of playthrough um once those five cards are both um played out by each character that's not the end of the turn if the turn if no one's scored and the ball's still in the hands of someone you keep playing cards um i just let me double check if it's random or not before we keep going i don't um, think it's random i i you play cards from your hand and this is uh, another thing that is important is that every player has two cards so you can physically put both cards of, of the same player into yeah. the uh, five-player active stack, and then you get to activate him twice. But if you don't, you can A, play him after, like, after those five plays have passed, or if there's a crucial moment for that guy to punch someone, you can, uh, you can discard his card from your hand, and then, and then you know he gets a plus one bonus. Uh, yeah, another way, another which card? Uh, per card, you can have two cards. You can play both. Yeah. So if you're if you didn't even put the guy into the into the active uh, into the active roster, and say your opponent tries to punch that guy and fails, that guy can then punch him, and then you can discard both of his cards from your 
from yeah. your hand to give him a plus two for punching because I guess I guess I guess that also works to level out the field a little because like say if a guy if a 36 36 guy punched the the 51st player he would have had a two a two plus bonus and you would never mm. want to punch that guy back but if you have like a bonus for cards and bonus from friends around you you can yeah. still go like yeah I could probably do it you can you can go at it and it's exciting if you do have the lucky rolls where like if you just keep rolling total successes and you keep activating all your players without playing cards and then you're spending all their cards to like punch the opponent down um but once you've played all of your cards if the opponent has cards in their hand they get to activate in whatever order they see fit basically so you just get to sit there and react and be like oh i hope things go well for me now i have no control yeah you could like yeah. dice roll activation stuff um i like it i like i like that a lot i think that's just supremely neat um and i've played a lot of games where like i'll put those sports games where a single failure of the roll just turns over you lose that's it now the opponent gets to do the 2-1 grind on you which is not a good feeling no. i feel uh and that i what, what i like is that it limits your uh it's limit it limits your ability to command the team it's limit it limits uh like you can't do a perfect plan you never know whether you will get to activate next or the opponent i mean sure you might have uh, the, the 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 player you reveal might be the seventh the fastest player on your team but also the opponent might reveal his seventh guy and then you have to roll off but yeah most of mo most of the time you have limited limited control of your time and this is something that i like in war games that don't let you perfectly execute the plan every time and this is something that i like here um and another thing in this is that it, since it's meant to simulate either uh, either american either football or uh, video game approximation of football this game doesn't really have uh, punching out players at most, you can uh, knock them over and they'll just have to spend half their move points to get up. But there's really not not that much incentive to, like, you know, beat them into a pulp and to take them off the board, uh, which also makes the game faster. Yeah, and there's no... Um, there's no injuring the old player. You're never yeah. going to, like... Which I understand is appeal for some people, and that's fine that you're into that. Um, this is not what the game wants to be. Yeah. It's not like Blitz the League where you'd like try and break the other quarterback's knees so they're never going to fight them again or play them again. <laughs> you aren't like picking up player 72 with your number 34 guy and just throwing him as far as you can because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's more interested in sort of realism, air quotes, yeah. than anything else. Um, yeah, so uh, like, like I said, they get, like it was in, say, Rogue Planet and stuff, uh, there's a lot of uh conscious effort put into rules and they are purposefully there and they're not just there because the other game has it and which is uh which which is nice oh the, yeah, it's... it does get a little bit difficult when the rules start interacting with how football is played and then it gets a little bit <laughs> hard it, do, it for, does expect for, you to know how football is played much like blood bowl did Oh. I'm like I I don't understand any of this and like putting ball placements and all the other stuff. Though I'm sure that a lot of this could be alleviated with the game getting a new edition with clearer rules writing. Yeah, so that's basically the rules for the most part. Um, it's a super simple jump into game. It's very neat. 
cleanly presented. Uh, yeah. um, and uh, this is going to be the shortest army building section uh, of all time in our games. Uh, in our games, tell, tell them why. Uh, because you have your choice of something like 36 teams yeah. instead of any army building at all. Wait, more than 36. Oh, so many. There's no modifications except for once you go from playing the 7 versus 7 to the 8 versus 8 where you get to add an extra character. And that, that kind of character is always uh, player 51. Uh, hmm. Outside of determining what kind of uh, game mode you play, because the game has like five or six, depending on how many players you have and whether player skills are in use, you don't get to army build. Uh, the teams are preset, and you take the team and you play with it. Like I'm, I'm sure you can go count, uh, count their skill numbers and what skill access they have if you want to. Uh, I don't care for our second playtest game. I played the, the kittens team because I like cats. And I don't know if I would have played it any differently, any more differently if I had played with another team. Uh, though this team had probably the most, <laughs> the most offensive uh, guy who picks up the ball and runs with it because guy seven had like three rules on him and those rules are make, make him harder to take down when it, when the enemy player try, when the enemy tries to punch him, when he becomes a lot more punchy when he's carrying the ball, and also the tiny little rule that lets you squeeze in diagonally between the players because it's something you can't do in something you can't do in this game normally. Oh, yeah, it seems like a lot of the teams have four skill points spread out amongst them to make yep. a choice and everything. I noticed um, having a quick glance, the one football team I do know, the Green Bay Packers, are in this as the Greenbacks. Mm. with their Roger Dodger football joke for anyone who knows football I don't quite get it but I kind of get it um, <laughs> you know, they're also the only union team rather than being owned by a single person um, that's pretty cool owned by all the players rather than any um, one singular owner uh, yeah the so I guess the primary building the writing for the teams is pretty fun uh, there's a Brent Spivey character it's the game dev's name um, <laughs> on the gorillas and if you play in this one of the, in the Inferno mode, he gets any skill he wants. Doesn't matter, any skill. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's even the mouth. Like yeah, but it, he made the game, man. It's like the old cheat characters in NBA Jam or um, Tech Mobile. Someone's just better than everyone else. This is the way it is, and it's generally yep. someone's favorite. Um, uh, so why why not do it for yourself then? Uh, yeah, I I, I, gen I generally tend to in, in my latter years I've generally come to come to enjoy games that don't give you total freedom in army building like uh, I like it in chain of command which mostly limits you to pre preset uh, preset yeah, we are uh, pre we are playing platoons. the period not the game yeah <laughs> and then I liked uh, the battle companies for Lord of the Ring games where it's like, okay, choose your battle company and that's it. Uh, if, if you're playing Gondor and some other guy is playing Gondor, both of you are starting the same. And if you're playing a campaign, it's up to like, you know, the dice, the odds and your skill to make those teams different because they can evolve. And here it's just like, you know, pick your team. That's it. Yeah. Um, and all the teams come with uh, little cubes for you guys. I guess you could use dice as well if you had a D7. Oh, I thought, yeah, I guess 62 would work. Um, seven makes sense. Sorry, sevens make sense. Um, three, five, six. No, three, mm -hmm. four, five, six, seven. Well, it's a D5 of players. 
<laughs> D5 plus two. Um, yeah, no, it's, it works. The army building, it's just basically army picking. Yeah. I guess you both couldn't, ha- I guess you could have a mirror match, but why would you have a mirror match? Um, there's a pandas team, which is very funny. I mean, uh, the game, I think, accounts for players wanting to play mirror matches or getting into the whole home and away jerseys because at least uh, at least on the tabletop simulator, which has a well-programmed module going, even if it hasn't been mm. upkept in the last few years, there's like uh, t- some versions of the some versions of team have like uh, a home and away jersey, so that you can also use that for uh, mirror matches. Um, but God, that's each character says tackle plus three and move seven. That's absurd. <laughs> Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So um, that's it. You've built. You you've built your army. Yeah. I, I like I said. I like it as well. Agreeing with you. Um, there is that sort of thing of like, no, I want to have my guy on the board. Like, yeah, but you're not playing that kind of game. Like, it's fun to make yourself in. You know, NBA Jam or NHL or whatever, any sports game, and be the guy with like 99 skill and everything. An infinite center, like ah yes. If I if I'd spent twenty years of my life dedicated to a sport, that's how I'd be reflected for sure. Um, uh, I remember playing the NBA '97, and uh, the biggest uh, the, the, the 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 biggest thing I ever wanted to do with the player wasn't about skill because I didn't understand it and I didn't understand it now. But all the cosmetics, so I'd I'd have the smallest possible guy jersey number mm-hmm. to the double double zero, uh, AV. Like actual aviator glasses, the one you wear in a fighter yeah. jet, and then an afro, and like, yeah, this is funny. I was yeah, totally. eight at that point. Yeah, like it's it's fun to do that. But this game doesn't, and you can do that. You can cross out anyone's name, put your name there as well. You can make up anything you want. The game is very affectionate and willing to do that because no one's going to stop you playing your games how you want. Yeah, like there's no. We, He's not going to come in and kick sand in your face while you're trying to play it. Yeah, we checked the rules. There, there is no rule about cops coming in and breaking your knees if you try to modify it. Yeah. Um, and then I guess moving on from army building, excuses to buy miniatures. I think this game abounds in it. There is no reason you can't use miniatures for this game. And frankly, I think you should find your favorite sports team of any kind. Print them up, paint them up, glue them together. Just yeah. use whatever you want. Because by as long default- as you got eight guys. Yeah, as long as you got a guy. Because by default, the game comes with, uh, I think, printout sheets with for yeah. to, to, to make your cube guys with. And I think that's what the tabletop simulator mo- mo- module uses. And it looks amazing. Uh, mm. The guys are little, uh, the guys are like uh, tiny pixel sprites. <laughs> Uh, they they look cool for how for how little how little different how little difference there is between them. Uh, hmm. It's one. Of, it's probably the neatest module we've seen since we've played uh, Turnip. Uh, yeah. Um, so this game was kickstarted a while ago, and backers all got their little cube teams as well. And yeah, the only weird part about making your army is I guess you guys have to fit on the grid and the board is a non-standard size compared to people who may have a blood bowl pitch or a guild ball sport I guess you've got guild ball you haven't got a grid base but yeah it's sorry it is 24 by 13 which isn't really any grid that I'm aware of games and blood bowl is 26 by 15 
So you must be taping off to me, Blood Bowl board, which you should, because fuck Blood Bowl. <laughs> I take it back. I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. But yeah, uh, if you can make if you can make if you can make those tiny t- tiny cube men to play with, that's the official yeah. supported version. Nobody will call you a cheapskate. You're playing. It's as a fun intended. little thing to build, you know. Get some paper, make a craft day of it. Next time you're having a hobby day with your friends, just you know, run off an A4 sheet of eight players and some skizzes and some glue. Get a parent's permission for scissors, and you'd be fine. Yeah, uh, if you find a way to make them any more rigid than the than just regular paper cubes, do it. Uh, go wild. The game. I I think I think the game will look uh, will look uh, good and cute if you do it. Yeah, it's um it leans into the aesthetic the game wants to promote. Um, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. That said, like there's a bunch of neat looking fantasy adjacent um. 3D printable miniatures out there. Blood yeah. Ball, um, Dread Ball, Dead Ball, Dread Ball, Dread the Ball. magic game. Because um, like not everyone's into those games as systems, and I think this would let you do it. You you'll struggle to fit the bigger bases. Anyone over twenty five, thirty two is going to be hard for the grids unless you've got bigger grids. But then everyone will look really small. But it just depends what you are interested in, really. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. There's no minis, it's weird. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure... Or standees, the, make some standees. I'm sure with the dawn of, FD, uh, with, uh, with the dawn of S, uh, STLs, there's somebody making uh, football player miniatures out there. And uh, I'm sure there's at least one ancient grog designer you need to telegram your money to to receive some, some half-pewter, half-lead miniatures of football players. But it's up to you to find. It's up to you to find them. Do what you will. Oh, I should have checked. I should have checked before the podcast. Um, definitely seen a few like fancy quarterback guys done it. Um, I have to imagine someone's ripped ripped the designs out of uh, NFL two thousand and X. Um, yeah, but otherwise, I guess straight into the most delicious part of the podcast: the compliment sandwich. I'm going to go first. I really, really enjoy the activating models after success or activating players after success or a failure. Um, It keeps the game flowing really fast and the way they chain is also interesting. In Rogue Planet, we just forgot about it because we're very silly at games and it didn't seem as relevant, a free move, but this one, a free move is huge. It's either half your movement or your full movement and that's enormous. That's your ball carrier's carrying the ball further your guys trying to stop the ball carrier can get move up um it's so much manipulation of the board it's so fun yeah uh it's, it's since there's really no dice uh, nonsense involved in moving through other players it's just a flat penalty on how much you can move even getting the half move to move your like uh, 42 guy a single square to the side to become a huge massive obstacle to the other guy is big yeah and just sort of like rebuilding um a defensive screen or countering what the what side the ball carries move towards or applying more pressure it it immediately starts to it feels like from what i've played of like a couple of games of nfl and like watching some gridiron with some friends who are really into it um it's, it almost encourages you to start playing plays like actually happen in the NFL, sort of to try and counter what 
what actually ha- what the, the the game is representing it in a really interesting way that seems to, rep- to just it's a good representation that encourages you to make the same decisions that actual coaches seem to have to make. Which is wild for a game that's based on <laughs> on arcade arcade well arcade mm. console games from years forgotten. Uh, if I can move to uh, my bit of uh, compliment yeah. is that. I love that there is no army building. I love not having to go into the rules and check and recheck everything. Yeah. Because sometimes it's it's nice to get something given to you and then having to make uh, what you will of it. Like I said, <coughs> I chose the kittens based entirely on the name. Uh, previously, mm-hmm. I played either Omegas or something else. No, I think you played the Omegas. I was like, I I chose the first team. I take the, I took them all out. <laughs> then I eventually remembered to check their skills. Uh, same thing happened with kittens, and I just chanced into a fairly neat team. And uh, yeah, uh, I I, abs- I absolutely love it how there's like I'm sure somebody in the meta says that oh team so and so is a trap choice, but. Uh, it's only a single choice it's not like oh you bought yeah. a line man uh that's uh that that's bad you should have uh, invested it all in blitzers or something mm. oh you didn't pick the guy after skills or oh, you didn't roll enough sixes to increase your give all your guys your starting guys the block skill yeah. oh you fool you fool no, just do better <laughs> no block dodge well this player is going to the cho- on the chopping board mm-hmm, mm-hmm. guess my stupid quarterback stays stupid <laughs> Um, the first thing I didn't like about the game uh, is we honestly had a problem in the first time we played it of because it was a new game that we weren't used to. I my quarterback the ball kept getting taken out and we've kept getting pushed further and further back and it's like I don't know what happens here. Uh, but Brent was very clear and helpful when we mentioned we were like, "Hey man, we're stuck in the game. What the fuck? What to do?" But there is sort of an implicit knowledge of NFL that's kind of almost required. You don't have to have a deep understanding of the game, but I'd recommend watching his YouTube um, playthroughs as well. If you get stuck, if the game is sort of like, I don't get why we do this, um, it's probably because they're representing something in real football and I don't care about real football. Just tangential. My problem with NFL Blitz the League was also a hardcore football game. I didn't realize that. I thought it was a fun, goofy game. This game is a fun, goofy game, but you are rewarded for knowing how the actual sport is played. Uh, Not in depth, but like, you know, a little bit goes a long way. My my complaint is uh, related to that one. And I guess uh, I'm going to say that the rule book isn't uh, clear enough on things. Some rule explanations are a bit harder for me to parse, I think. I think what happens on a on a regular failure in block is uh, is something we played two different ways in our two playtests, <laughs> because like does it give you any sort of action to do, or the or does it allow you to reverse the block by pushing punching punching it with the other other player? We we've ran it both ways. Probably doesn't. Well, I, I guess it may changes some stuff, but uh, I think we, it's an option. That's, yeah, I, that's my I, way I was reading it. Yeah, see, that's like two people, two options, and I, and I wish for all games to be written in a way that there's no way to interpret them other than the way it's written. And I, I'd love it if it was clearer like that. Same thing it's kind of like, applies. Hmm. Same thing applies on a lesser extent to the uh, quick quick rule sheet, uh, which is neat. It's very helpful, but for example. 
the Inferno rules, which is the optional mode that is placed in the middle of it, and it's uh, not a very useful place for it. In... That could be a fan sheet. You um, could, could... You grab it off Board Game Geek. Oh yeah, but I thought gotcha. I thought it, I, I thought it came in with the package on on drive through. What? You're right, it is. Yeah, it's official one. Um, no, I'm with you. Uh, the rules aren't, like I said, super clear. Uh, and I think the figure of failing a block, it's an optional thing to reverse the block, but it's another dice roll which could fail, and I'd rather have the reactivation. Yeah, second edition win, Brent. Yeah, exactly. Do another, do another Kickstarter so I can think about backing it and then not back it because shipping kills everything to Australia. Hey. I live so far from everything. Though considering this game is eminently printable. Mm. Uh, second oh. good thing. <laughs> um, okay, since I've already said cubes, well, well, I'm going to say it again, cubes. Well, well. Uh, I, I like it how the game is immediately presented as a physical representation of the of a console game and the art style and the cubes and the all the additional stuff that you you're supposed to use for it like I guess uh, Scrabble stands for uh, putting the cards in play and stuff uh, is all is also neat so the whole visual aspect of it is great and i think it would also be neat on the table as long as some person other than me did the whole execution of printing and gluing it together because boy these arms ain't growing from no shoulders yeah 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 i don't know i mean it's just uh, the game <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, I still think that the, what I said, I said that to the reactions last time. Um, I, I really like how ultimately accessible it is and how encouraging it is of you to play the game. Like the rule book itself is 23 pages rivaling our shortest one page rules, rule set of one page. <laughs> I quotes again. Um, 23 pages, a couple special modes in there, different playthroughs, um, good FAQs this time, no jokey answers. Appreciate that. Um, it's just, it's a short book that's easy to teach. Um, the modifiers, if everything in it is simple to keep track of. Uh, we need a cheat sheet for the skills, but there's one around I saw on Booking Geek. Um, it's just, and it's quick. It's so quick. It's, I love how quick it is. Your setup takes a minute, mine takes a minute playing cards takes a minute 20 there's three minutes before you can start moving the ball around and start making tactical decisions decisions yeah. um i love that i love how fast it is and how much it wants you to be playing the game yeah i i always prefer uh, playing to thinking and uh, that the, i i think there's there was another game that was fair, fairly sure that we reviewed which i think was forbidden psalm i don't have it on me on yeah. me, so i can't say how sure it was but Casa did say that he wishes that uh, that the rule book was more visually expressive or into the mood, like the same way the Forbidden Psalm rule book was. Yeah, because it mentions being like a tech mobile kind of vibe, I guess from the game pun, and that's sort of what the the sprite work character design leads into it. And it is like a me thing because they've also got the gamepad controllers where your cards are supposed to go, which they look really nice. Um, but it feels like it feels like you could lean more into that um, SNES, NES, Genesis, sorry, Mega Drive um, design for the rulebook, which could be fun. 
but I guess you may lead into legibility issues because those are always fucking hard to read and tiny. Yeah, yeah. Um, even with perfect eight-year-old eyes. And it, um, if you have to choose between style and legibility, go with legibility, please. Thank you. Yeah, like it's it's two columns with some good art. The the uh, examples in play all work really well. They're all very clear. Um, there's not just a bunch of extraneous stuff happening as well. Like, oh, you know, person A is punching person B and persons B through G are also doing things that are relevant. Like, that's, that's too much. Mm. <laughs> Do more examples. There's too many examples. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, the, the book isn't completely evocative of the moment, but the book is easy to read and very, very clear, if not needing more clarity. But that's just more of like, I don't know how football works. So... What I fucked up. I also want more clarity if tech, no, bowl mm. is a Simpsons joke. <laughs> Probably. I assume everything's a Simpsons joke. Um So, uh I'm I'm pretty sure that I'd play this again. I was I was trying to think of ways to play it. Just like, okay, so I need eight cards, so two card deck and it's like scratch out play numbers. Each player needs two cards. That's that's six, pretty six, achievable. Six, 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 Sixteen cards. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, like if somebody uh, rocked up to me with uh, with ah what? Let that fourth bingo slot, Dan. If someone brought the game to me complete and painted, I'd probably play it. Yeah, I mean, some games I wouldn't, but <laughs> rock up to me with like, okay, I'm not gonna say anything, but uh, and I won't play it. But uh, this uh, this I'd play. I, I, I'm 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 also a sucker for nice cardboard uh, things and stuff. So if, if the physical execution was nice, I'd be like, yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, I'm um, having seen his uh, Kickstarter sets. They all look they're all look nice. Um, there's a bunch of mats and stuff. Uh, it just depends on like, the quality of what you can get printed off, I guess. Mm. Yeah, it's like I'd I'd play it. it. Seems fun. It seems like it, it's an easy lunchtime game as well. Sort of like his our half hour game of Techno Bowl, and then come back to whatever we were doing. I suppose. All right, let's try and get some lunchtime forty k in. All right, I've alpha striked you. That was the game. <laughs> Moving on. Let's uh, let, let's try to get some lunchtime forty uh, k done. And uh, I've set up my army, and the lunchtime is done. All right, I'll come back tomorrow. We're gonna set up we your guys set. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! All right. Like it's the same. Like one arrow reaction can take a while if it's like particularly complex. It's true. True. Uh, that, right. that, that, that's why I like the games where which you say don't think, act, and I'm like, yes, mm, sir. Mm, 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 mm. Roll the dice. Roll the dice. Roll the dice. Yes. Kill. 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 <laughs> Faster, pussy cat. Uh, I think that might be that might be an episode there. That's um under our hour budget, and yeah. we talked a lot about something that's really neat. Yeah, it's a, it is a neat it is a neat little game. Uh, it accomplishes a lot of what it sets out to do. There's like you know intent behind the design decisions. Some of them, which are explained in the book itself. Uh, yeah, we uh, love to see it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to going back and reading some of his other games and just whatever we decide to do next. Probably a fantasy thing. I promise we'll do a fantasy game this year if Dan can convince me to read the complete one. We bounced pretty hard off of our last one we looked at because it was just a community rulebook that was very much a passion project without thought to how new people might read this and play this game. 
Yeah. I won't say which game because there's a bunch of those and we don't like call anyone out. But um, yeah, we it was a struggle. <laughs> it it was definitely a struggle. We didn't we didn't actually plan to do Techno Ball after Rogue Planet immediately, but. We were trying to get through that game, and we were like, "Oh man, this is this is like." I I I dread the idea of playing it. The modifiers will kick my ass. So, Exploding dice sizes is always wild. Uh, yeah, uh, we're gonna tr- we're gonna try and find something uh, less uh, less brain boggling, something that uh, PP do do brain like I like I can mm-hmm. play. Suggesting, we love suggestions. Um, yes. We are excited by all the things you guys and gals and non-binary pals. Yeah, and Allah throw at us. Um, we we do look into stuff. It's just generally what's what we can access, whether it's like one of us buys it or we can beg off of a dev. Um, shout out to Brent once again for his free copies. We love them. We love you. Yes. Um, yeah, and then it's just if we can't find it or it's out of print, then it becomes a bit harder. Like AG43 yeah. was mostly playable because the Esoteric Order of Gamers did all that work to catalog it, which is a problem that lots of games have. Like, it's really hard to go back and play older games. Like, if yeah, you want as big as 40K or AG43, like, the, the digital archiving is non existent. Yeah, like, I got, I got, we got the AT43 rules because that, that, that Esoteric Order of Gamers was keeping it. And we got the army builder because my friend somehow, my friend, the only guy who know who I know who played AD43, somehow find found the file on his computer in like five minutes after me asking you 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 don't really keep that stuff or like you know on as as a, a, a as a desktop shortcut like oh maybe I'll need it ten years down the line. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild. Otherwise, yeah, looking forward to more stuff. I'll be in a different country by the time you hear this, I believe, but I'll be back soon. Off to do photography adventures. Mm. Yeah, and I'll be probably here. I don't have any, ambi- <laughs> a- any more ambitious plans in the near future, except for probably putting uh, an unhealthy amount of hours into Sunless Sea. Those cats won't feed themselves. Yep. <laughs> okay, so... Uh... Play us out, I've keyboard been, Australian. I've been Kessa. You've been Dent. Uh, check the links below for more links below. Uh, cool photos and a battle report. After action report. I don't know. It's, what would you call it for a sports game? I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I'll see you next time. Same sports channel. Same sports time. Same sports fans. Yeah. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>